Hey everybody, welcome to Raven's House of Horror. I'm Raven, here with my review on Butchers. Now, I'll give my take and my review on it in a few seconds, but just to let you know, this is a Canadian indie and it got good reviews, so I decided to watch. It came out in a couple of years ago. So it's my first time I watched it, so I figured, let me review it. It's something that I usually, a movie I usually do watch, but this is more of a slower paced movie, which I'm not really big fans of, only certain ones, but the pace ain't to the point where it's slow that it's um, unbearable. So, so I reviewed this one because it had enough speed to it to get you through it and it's worth definitely to watch. The synopsis is about a family of sadistic butchers has dug their cleaver basically into the back country from a deep freeze of winter to the dog days of summer. Anyone who crosses their path is dead meat. No pun attended. <laughs> so I'm start off with the cast so you get to know who's in it. And when I say names, you may know who it is, so go through that real quick, and then I'll just give my review. So we have Simon Phillips, who plays Owen Watson. He's one of the main characters, the head brother of the, the Butcher family, basically. Even though their last name ain't Butcher, but they're a family of Butchers. <laughs> then we have Michael Swatton, who plays Oddwald. Oswald Watson. He's, you know, he's the the younger brother, but you could tell he's a slight autistic. Something's a little bit wrong with him. And he follows and do all of Owen's biddings. Then we have Julie Mainville. She plays Jenna Simpson. She plays kind of the tough chick in the movie. Then we have Samantha D. Benedict. She plays the first victim. Well, She's a victim. She doesn't die. There's no real big spoiler, but she, she, they give you the look inside of what they've been, what they, what they do, basically. So she's the one they set it up so you can see what they do and what they've been doing. And um, basically, this is she's the, she's actually, she's actually the one that they actually both brothers have sex with <laughs> and she winds up being pregnant just to jump ahead and they don't even know which one's the father <laughs> so that's funny her character name is Celeste and then we have James Gerald Hicks plays Mike Crenshaw plays Gemma boyfriend who's basically cheating on her with her bestie I'll get into that in a second then we have Nick Allen, who played Willard. Owen and Oswald's uncle, he works in town as the, the tow truck operator. And, you know, it's their mother's brother. That the mother and father's not around no more. But they got the mantle passed to them to do what they've been doing for all these years. Then we have Frederick Storm, plays Christopher Powells. He plays Taylor, Taylor's boyfriend, the one 
the, the best friend, basically, to Mike. And he Mike is sleeping with his girlfriend. And so you'll see how it comes together. And then we have, nothing but last, Jonathan Larcy, who plays Oxford. He's the the form brother of the Watsons. And you hear him moaning and groaning through the movie, but you don't really see him until basically the last the last five, maybe ten minutes of the film. So to get into my review, I'm just gonna tell you like a basic how it starts off real quick. Like it starts off with Celeste and her boyfriend, you know, something happened to their car, obviously. And then next thing you know, the Watson brothers, while killing the boyfriend, takes Celeste back to their farm and where they cut the meat up and everything, what they do, and winds up keeping her in the cage. And, you know, next thing you know, she's, it showed the seasons go by, and then nine months later, she's pregnant. So, and they don't know who the father is, but Oswald really wants to be a father, even though he's like autistic and have some little issues, as you will see if you watch this movie. So, and I don't think poor baby wouldn't want to be born into this family. But they kept her, raped her, and she'd been there for basically years. So then, now to fast forward to the beginning, basically, of the movie where the four friends go on a road trip. Taylor, Mike, you know, their car breaks down with, you know, Jenna and, um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I forgot the other girl's name. It's Mike. Taylor, Jenna, and isn't it, bear with me, isn't it Christopher, sorry, Christopher, can't remember that name for nothing. So they're all on their road trip. So they're basically, their battery radiators started messing up. So in all horror movies, they get stuck in the middle of nowhere on one road, Surrounded by trees in the middle of bubble fuck, who knows? So Mike and Taylor decided they'll go for a walk. So to go find a gas station or, you know, an auto parts place. So they find one 45 minutes down the road, but before they even get to the place, they wind up stopping in the woods for like a makeout session. Then they hear some creepy noise in the wood. Then they stop doing it. But and so that's just there to show you that they're actually cheating on their friends. You know what I'm saying? Because that's their, each other's friend, best friend, significant other. So they wind up going to the gas station where they find nobody other than Owen. And then Owen's act like he helps them out, call Willard, which is his uncle, for them to go tow the truck. And then the story goes from there. Now, just to get into the story, I'm not going to go in and let you know every single detail of it. I'm just going to give you my thoughts on it. I just wanted to set up the story for you, like, like give you a scene and be like, what's going on? Like, there's hundreds of movies like this out there, but and I've seen a lot. And this one's pretty well done. Like I said, the pace ain't fast, and these type of movies, there aren't really a lot of excitement to it, but they have some, some good things that gra- grabs you in, actually. So it's a good, it's a good time waster, actually, and... 
you know, if you it's re- it's on rental for three dollars, but right now it's playing on Tubi for free. So I would definitely go watch it, especially if it's free. And it's like I said, it's worth to watch. It's a good time waste if if you definitely have nothing else to watch or nothing going on. There, like I said, a lot of films like this. It's pretty grim and dark. But what I don't really like, what I loved about the movie, I love the atmosphere of it. This movie was made in Canada, Ontario. And you can say shows, you know, Canada's got a lot of nice woods. So they did this like in a nice wooded area. And like, it looked very desolate. Like it wasn't like the beautiful woods of Oregon, but it was like, you know, looked like some backwoods of West Virginia. So they made it work. And the killings, even though they had a, like a severe, they had a severe violence, but I didn't like that they didn't show the killings. They basically, like somebody's head was going to get chopped open or guts was going to get pulled out. They show you about to do it. Then it's a cutaway and then cut back to it. Then they show it happened. Like the guts already out. If you're gonna give a to me a severe rating in violence, just show the whole thing. I mean, maybe they didn't want to show, or they didn't want to. It could be either laziness, or they didn't even want to sh- um, shell out the extra cash for the SFX um, effects of the movie. You know, so that's what I get when they give a severe violence thing um, warning and. They don't show it. To me, it's a budget thing all the time to me or laziness on their part. So, but I like, you know, I like how the, the, um, the Butcher Brothers, I call them the Butcher Brothers, even though that's not their names, they're the Watsons, but I like how, you know, when they, when they don't need you no more, they seem like they take, keep all the females and they just chop up the men (laughs) And feed they feed their other brother, Oxford. He's a deformed kind of creature that they'll show towards the end, and they feed him. They chop um people up, usually the guys, and then they feed it to him. But you'll see him towards the end of the movie. He'll make an appearance, and they did decent makeup job on him. Like I said, it's um you'll see him towards the end. But I like the atmosphere of the movie. Like I said, the kills. They said violence, but. I don't like to pull away, then go back to it, and it's done, and you see it. And they actually had some stupid moments to me, which I didn't like. Like, there's a part where Jenna escapes, right? This girl escapes three times, <laughs> and she made the same mistake twice. Actually, three times. Well, I'll say twice. The third last time wasn't her fault. So it's like she escapes. Then she actually gets out to the road and see a car coming. And she's over there waving it down. And it's actually Owen picks her up, brings her right back to the place. And I don't get this. Like, if you're ever captive in a backwards, backwards kind part of the United States, you can't trust any people that live into town. That's one thing I learned from horror movie. Cause they all know what's going on, and they all protect each other to a point. So you're either gonna get driven right back to where you left, or they're just gonna kill you themselves. So. To me, just keep going and sh- until you get to, I don't know, maybe two towns away. It's worth it. And why take the chance? And then the second time she escaped, it was with her and her friend Taylor. She helped they escape. Next thing you know, they go back to the car. Now, why would you go back to the car where they know when you escape, where the first place that you think they're going to look? 
And this is happening. They go right back to the car in an owl's world. And he's not even bright. Like I said, he has a lot of screws loose. He figured out they're going to the car. If he's figuring it out, anybody's going to figure it out. So they go there. The tow truck is mysteriously there after hours later, which is Willard. Willard is the uncle to Oswald and Owen. So they trust him. They get into the car while he's getting towed. He brings them back to their place. Next thing you know, he pulls out the gun. Where do you think they end up back? Back at the Warrens. <laughs> Two times the same mistake. This is not giving away the ending, but I have to talk about it real quick because it frustrated me in part of the movie, which I said, the movie's good for a one-time watch. But um, her boyfriend, Mike, the one that was cheating on her with her best friend, he wind up being, she wind up finding him in back of the truck. She escapes the third time. And she finds her boy, boyfriend or ex-boyfriend, Mike, in back of the truck. So she lets him out. Mike gets out. They have, listen to this, folks. They have the shotgun in the car and they have the keys inside the ignition. So what will you do? You have like free pass to just leave while Owen is cleaning up the mess from Celeste because an accident happened there, which I don't want to spoil if you watch it. And they could just leave and they got protection in the car. They got a nice big shotgun and the keys are in the ignition. Come on, just leave and go. Of course, Mike want to be big, brave, man. Wants revenge. Tries to go find the brothers and try to kill them and get revenge. To let you know, things didn't go well. Some revenge been had, though, but things didn't go well. And I felt really bad for Jenna because Jenna, she escaped basically three times just for the way, certain ways it ended. You're like, poor girl, you was like rooting for her. And there's not even a giveaway that she made it or not. But it's just like she went through so much, so many times just to get back to this house. And then the last time, does she escapes or does she falls to the Warren Brothers? But a lot happened in between the review that I don't want to give away to mess up the ending and if people live or people die. But there is a lot of chopped up body parts just to let you know. So I say give this a watch. I'm going to give this two and a half Raven Wings out of five just because um, I, of the, the way they pull away from the killing and the story could have been a little bit better. The acting could have been a little bit better, but it's not like your typical B movie when it's like the acting's horrible and anything like that. No, it's a you could tell it's a nice, decent little indie film, Canadian indie film. So I say give it a watch. It's, it's, it's a 90-minute runtime and like I said I'll give it two and a half raven wings if you're watching like I said if it's, it's a it's good if it's a time waster or you're looking for a movie it's like I said it's playing on Tubi right now for free but they had you know I like to look up and give you guys a little bit of trivia quotes and goose from the movies if I can so they had like a little bit of trivia here so if you do watch the movie you could look out for it if these things don't bother you, you know. There's the, the camcorder footage displays the year and the events are set in the 1980s. Sorry, 1990s. So it's basically 1998. This is supposed to be the year. So don't think it is up to date. So it's a clue there to show you what year it is, even though they don't tell you. But I guess they want to give people a little bit of homework. So if you watched it, 
and it's the camcorder footage displays. The year of the events that happened is 1998. And another fun fact that the actors playing um, Oswald and Owen are both British-born actors. Michael Swanton recorded all of his Simon Phillip lines in the Deep South, American accent, that director Adrian Langley wanted to, so they would have to be, be in the sync with accents. So they both had to make sure the accent were both on point, and I think they really didn't do a good job on it because I wouldn't even known they were Canadian actors. So that was a little bit of trivia. And um, a couple of, um, uh, do you want, uh, I'll give you a couple of quotes. Um, they're not as good as some other ones I've been doing in the recent, but I'll give you a couple of good ones that they have anyway. It's like Owen says, Owen, uh, Owen says about Oswald, I don't like it when people stare. So and he strikes the um Celeste across the face. So, I mean, it doesn't make sense really now me reading this to you, but when you're watching the movie, it's a little quirky. Then you have Jenna, Jenna saying, "No, fuck you," Owen saying, "Do not take the tone with me, you fucking cunt." I don't usually like that word cunt, but. For some reason, they actually used it a few times in here and made big emphasis on it for some reason. And this is like when you're dismembering someone, Oswald's like, waste not one drop, the body parts in a pile. We love it. And Oswald's like, want not what? And Oswald is like, to his brother, sick him. This is when he's telling Oxford when I say you see him at the end of the movie. And now that I'm thinking about it, unless you're really watching the movie, it's not going to kind of make sense to you like some of the other ones I've been reading to you in the past other movies. So I'm just going to stop reading that right now. Because <laughs> I like to look up um these things and give y'all some fun facts behind it. You know, just not, like I do do some research on it. Like my review is all natural, but with my thoughts, but I like to do quotes and stuff. I like to look up sometimes. And here's one, one goof. This will be my last one. Right before Jenna runs for the truck, you can see its keys on the ground by Oswald's, Oswald's foot. Sorry, Oswald's foot. In close up, but then she has them. And when she gets them, she gets in the cab. And I, I honestly didn't notice that part. I must've been looking somewhere else. But I like to look at little things that happen like that on set and give it to you guys. But that's it for my review of Butcher. Like I said, it's playing on Tubi right now for free. And it's good for a one-time watch as a time waster. If you have something better to watch, then take to it. But um, that's it for my review this week. And if you want to follow me on my social media and see my page with a lot of good movies I post there that I haven't reviewed or may not ever review. You could go to my Instagram page at Raven underscore horror and my podcast page at Ravens underscore house of horror. And if you go into my, click my link in bio, they have my TikTok down. I will be putting some stuff on there. My YouTube is finally up. I do a couple of vids on there. 
which I'm working on still, and I will have more and some, and you know, start, I'll start doing some interviews with people and start doing some things. So stay tuned. Thanks for following. Raven is out.